1: Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Drivers' responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save,
2: spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST.
3: Well, a very good evening, one and all, and welcome once again to the Mansfield Matters podcast, the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Well, because Mansfield Matters. Only four faces in the lineup tonight. We've got Mr Nathan Taps Edge in the far corner. Good evening to you. Good evening, Greg. Uh, We've got Mr Mark Plum. Good evening. Good evening. And we've also got Mr Simon Mercer as well. Very good evening to you. Evening. And no Cam tonight. Obviously, Cam is uh, busy. He's doing some panto stuff before anyone makes the joke. Oh, yes, he is. Oh, yes, he is. So he's uh, not with us tonight. But you can go involved with the show as per usual get involved in the comments below uh, or you can tweet us at mcfcmatters we're going to be talking about lots of things tonight we're going to be talking about steve evans and his mate dodgy should there be a camera placed on the the two we're going to be talking about that that game on saturday and of course lots lots more in between as well plus a brand new feature for this week as well as i drop a pen nearly on nathan's foot um, which is the mantle matters <coughs> stag master quiz something you'll find out about that later on I've purposely not told you about it so it keeps you all on edge for later on in the show but we start as always uh, with the connection question which this week is as we play Morecambe away on Saturday the Stags' first football league win over Morecambe came in April 2014 a 1-0 win but I want to know simple one who scored the pivotal goal Nathan do you think you know the answer? I'm trying to figure it out but don't 2014 know. Uh, A man who goes sometimes by two names Mark any ideas?
2: No Simon? No. Yeah
3: okay. I you, think so You know yeah. it And you've also just had a No I haven't, no, not, I haven't, no, no, you haven't. Yeah you did I saw him Yeah you saw him did you know, know. <laughs> uh, So if you think you yeah. know the answer to that Let us know in the comments below uh, The Stag's first football league win over Morecambe Came in <coughs> April 2014 A 1-0 win But who scored that pivotal goal We'll reveal the answer later in the show Right then let's start off by looking back at last Saturday, Stags three, Cheltenham
4: two. Nathan, what a game! It was. Uh, had everything in it, didn't it? I think. Uh, if you, I mean, if, for us as Mansfield supporters, I felt throughout ninety eight percent of that game, I was frustrated um, with. First of all, Cheltenham's tactics. I think you could see from the very beginning. What sort of game they came to play. They, they came to waste as much time as they can, they came to wind us up, which I felt at times of the game worked very well uh, for them. Um, and they really they didn't come to play football. And that's, uh, you know, Cheltenham are a team that I wouldn't say they're, they're anything near like rivals, but I left the game thinking I hate that club right now. Even though we got to win against them, I know it sounds a bit extreme, but that's how I felt leaving the game. It was just they—they were just very frustrating. But I think they got exactly what they deserved, and that was nothing. And it was
2: yes. a frustrating thing to watch, wasn't it, Mark? It was because there was at times in the games, as Nathan said, there was a getting under our noses, and you know, in them kind of games, you've got to keep your head. And credit to the lads for you know being professional and. You know, just not getting into any last ditch or giving up for that example because obviously they went, went ahead but it was a great comeback from us twice in the game to, to not only go and get a draw but to go and win the game so it was fantastic team spirit and uh, I don't see how they could appeal for them two red cards Now Gary
3: Johnson said in his post-match interview obviously yes. the, uh, the, the Cheltenham manager Simon about Steve Evans and his mate Dodgy <laughs> <laughs> any ideas first and foremost why
0: Dodgy? <laughs> you sit down there Do- so Dodgy? Us, so tell us about it Oh, it's it's every game though. <coughs> Ninety minutes. They, I I I understand why. I think I understand why Steve Evans and Paul Rainer do it. it. It's to wind the opposition up and get they they try and do what Cheltenham tried to do on on the pitch. They they try to you know um, wind the opposition manager up and they appeal for every everything and. You know, the antics, like Gary Johnson said, the antics of those two, they need a camera on them because, you know, uh, he perhaps thinks there's some dodginess going on. More likely <laughs> going to be a comedy show, I think. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's like watching Morecamore Wise at times, yeah. yeah. you know, yeah. with these, them two? Yeah,
2: we'll put it on Comedy Central, like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, put them on Comedy Central. <laughs> it would be a lyric to see I, that.
4: I, I think on that, though, I mean... I mean, sometimes it is a bit embarrassing, uh, but that's mainly when it just isn't going our way and they lose their heads even more. But I think for what they do with the ball and the shout, I mean, I mean, sometimes I wouldn't say it always helps the players depending on who what players are on the pitch. But apart from that, they're not actually really breaking any rules. They're just... I, you could call it passion. You, I mean, the opposition will call it other things, but... It's, it's not against the rules, is it, to
0: uh, be... G- Gary Johnson said that Steve Evans was trying to influence the fourth official and, and the referee himself. Um, <laughs> I, 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 he does that every game. So what what's different between that game, the, every game and Cheltenham? It's an interesting
3: point. I mean, I would be up for getting a camera and a microphone put on Steve Evans and his mate dodgy <laughs> because it would be it would be constant beats it, yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> be after the watershed but it, it, it would be worth it wouldn't it I mean just to see how they the work together the inner minds of, of the two because uh, you know many managers comment on it we knew what they were all about when they um, were appointed manager and assistant as an, a management team but it is it does make you wonder doesn't it what, what goes on and how much is actually said I mean Mark, you sit in the lower tier. Simon, you sit in the lower tier. Near Mark. You sit near Mark, obviously, yeah. as well. So just give us a, an indication of what it is actually like. How bad are they, really, up close and personal? <laughs> on a scale of 1 to 10. On a, on yeah. a scale of
2: 1 to... Yeah, 25. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, it... it <laughs> I mean, not just lower tier, but even up tier. I think you can hear them. To be fair, but that's what you want from managers. You want them to be encouraging the players. And yeah, I know they get onto them at times, but only when they need to. But it's just being passionate. What's wrong with that? Yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> uh, fair comment made by Jake. To
3: be fair, in the comments, um, they're not the first to behave how they do on the touchline. They're only get such a bad rep because of Evans's history. Hope they can carry it all the way into League One uh, and yeah, Callum yeah. also says how much I'd pay to hear the conversations Stephen Paul have on the touchline I mean yeah. it must, it must, it
0: must be sitting there us to be honest yeah. he might okay. get near them.
3: Yeah. it's an interesting one this because let's talk about the instant which Gary Johnson got sent off to the stands now fair enough it, he obviously got sent for, for the push but there was one person who incented that Paul Rayner mm. mm. what on earth was he doing <laughs> Going running from his Technical area to their technical area. Did this, if I, I mean for me, it
0: should have been the sending off for both. That's it. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, yeah. it, it was, should have been the sending off for both. If we're going to send Gary Johnson off for pushing him, yeah, he should have sent Paul Reiner off for encroaching into his technical area.
4: Both as bad as each
0: other. Yeah. But, but, yeah. but
4: what about the best we? I mean, obviously, we couldn't hear what was being said down there. What was what was Johnson saying to Danny? He obviously was saying things to Danny Rose to provoke. Reina and Evans to react how, how they did, so Yeah. it depends what was being said. I, I, ways, but I still agree yeah. he, he left
0: and he went into the opposition. You understand you know, why Reina went over because yeah. he's trying to protect Danny Rose and well, maybe you know his own done. player, but yeah. he should have done that from his own technical area. Yeah. <laughs>
2: That's it. And, or just have a <laughs> or how many other player go over to him and calm it down?
0: Yeah, well, isn't you it know. captains? kind yeah. of prerogative to kind of go over, go it? over and kind probably of just calm everything yeah. down and yeah. you know I but, think they
4: mean, do make it ten times worse themselves yeah. don't they I mean whatever Gary Johnson was saying to Danny Rose I mean if it was that bad he probably would have got sent off for it anyway so he didn't need to go over and, and react like that because the fourth officials there you know they, they see everything that's going on so if it was that bad you know exactly he could have been sent off anyway so but yeah I agree i probably say he should have probably gone too
3: I think what we should also do at this point is um, something we very rarely do and football fans very rarely do in, in general and that's actually heap praise on the officials because for me and we'll talk about our red card soon because I'm looking forward to that happening <laughs> all week um, for me um, the referee got every single decision in terms of cards penalties whatever yeah. absolutely bang on as Simon says Um even, I know there was a little bit of debate in Gary Johnson's comments about their second sending off home. he was saying how can we have a player sent off and then we have a free kick well it's very simple Gary you've been awarded <laughs> yeah. the free kick for an isolated incident and then your player two yards on from that incident has yeah. gone and elbowed one of our players
2: Yeah, that's that I think he, yeah, he got just, it just a sort of, sort of he <laughs> really? you know? is a little bit I mean,
0: <laughs> just, just going on from that that sending off again was right in front of the dugout and what we couldn't see from like alfie potter's point of view was was alfie kind of having a little kick at his ankles yeah. while he were you was, know yeah, while he were kind there of there. going along with him was he was he kicking his ankles and the retaliation was you're going to get an elbow in, in math sort of thing and even on the tv replays you can see you can see his arm come out anyway from the tv replay so how he can appeal for that uh, yeah, exactly. you know it,
2: was really, I it was really good how
4: the linesman stood up as well because they never even yeah. get involved like. no they yeah. don't I was, say, right. was quite, yeah. quite impressed about that one is the fact that the referee obviously didn't see it but then the linesman for once they, they very rarely yeah. do it do yeah. they yeah. He, he, he he said what he saw and they come to a decision it's a bit the same with the with the first sending off as well he actually took his time with it didn't he yeah, and really, for a, a long time in. we all thought it was just yeah. going to yeah. be a card when, when anybody, that's a yeah, of, whenever well. they do that it's a yellow isn't it all the time you think it's going to be a yellow card or sometimes even a warning yeah they pulled the a red card out and it was the right decision I just thought that, that management was, was good on that mm. sense.
3: yeah and they managed the game very well I mean yeah. it was frustrating to, to watch at times it's because it, it. <laughs> from, from the very very first minute it was very very stop start and that does frustrate me sometimes I like to see referees just because we're good when we get going it takes yeah. us a while to warm up and, and get going yeah. but when yeah. you're in a stop start game we, we don't as much
2: mm. but
3: in that situation I thought he
4: handled it well he got things right oh. yeah Four minutes in, he booked one of their players for diving, didn't he? Yeah, yeah that was so another thing that that Johnson yeah, commented yeah, yeah, like yeah. as if saying, as if to say, you know. So you saying it's an excuse in the first five minutes, yeah, then, yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, you can like that over first yeah. five yeah. minutes. It's, it's
1: fine.
3: Ex- it's exempt if it's in the yeah, first five yeah. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like saying if you go and rob a bank, if you if you manage to get the money within the first minute, you're not going to go to jail. It's yeah, you can just do all right Yeah, it's fine, mate. Don't worry about it. It's all fine. It's a very interesting thing, but yeah, it's certainly good to praise them, and hopefully, you know, we. And, uh, we can see a little bit more of that, and you, you've got to say as well that uh, if the referee is having that game and, and, and sending, you know, <laughs> sending their players off and getting those decisions, just getting <coughs> B rather than getting a zero. But yeah. you knew we were going to balance it out at some point. Yeah. But to be fair, he balanced it out at the right point because let's just say this now: <laughs> Hayden White, <laughs> what on earth? What were you doing? Anyone think it wasn't a red card? No. Mm-hmm.
0: Anyone record, think he's
3: not no. an idiot? No, yeah. no. No, you're not no, going to yeah. agree on that statement. What? He's an idiot. Yeah. Yeah, he's an idiot for doing yeah. it. Yeah. Complete idiot. That
0: ball was going absolutely yeah. nowhere in that corner. So why on earth did he just run full tilt at that defender yeah. and take him completely out? And to be fair to Steve Evans. He he's reprimanded was, him yeah, as well yeah. fine so company, he's finding yeah. him so which is good
3: yeah and it's good that Evans has come out and said that because a lot of managers say oh we'll, we'll deal with it in-house and yeah you never hear any of it again but you want to know if your players you know made made a mistake and your players uh, error because at that point it's what was was it one all at that point I think it was wasn't it yeah it was. yes. one, one, yeah, one, that one point. all you're in command of the game you've got a man <laughs> advantage at that point you've just
2: potentially yeah. cost us the game and then
3: I think it was mate, literally two
2: minutes later, we were 2 1 yeah. down. Mm. Yeah, he should know better, isn't he? For Professional football isn't he? You know, young kids are watching them and he does that, you know. Exactly, I and mean, you can't
3: even argue that it yeah. was a 50 50. Mm. Mate,
2: he lunged. He, he, he lost his head. He completely lost his head because
4: we, of what just happened seconds before that. It was because that, there was uh, obviously, was it Potter in the penalty mm. box? who went down. It yeah. Could have been a penalty, but obviously it didn't go the way, and obviously there was frustrating anyway just to how. Cheltenham were were their tactics were. Obviously there was frustrating us anyway. Yeah. And he's quite I knew one player or something was gonna happen where they it was gonna get too frustrated because
2: yeah. it's it's inevitable, it's gonna happen. That's the thing about And it. he did. That's the frustrating yeah. thing about him. We know when he's not, when he doesn't lose his cool, it's good. Yeah, he does give the ball away at times, but he's good going forward, hate them Yeah.
3: Uh, but it's it's that the counterbalance of he's not got his head screwed on yeah, and he's not, the sort of they are he would yeah. be a good player look at prime example which he fortunately got away with was um, Coventry away mm-hmm. I think it was um, the first half where their winger was going absolutely nowhere and all he had to do was just see him out down the line mm-hmm. and he came storming across and just went full pulp bang straight through him took him out he went out of play mm-hmm. and fortunately he got away with it and didn't even get a bucket yeah, if he, it it on sad. another day for yeah. another
4: referee
0: yeah mm. that one do we yeah. had on Saturday
4: could a difference of three points like, cause exactly yeah. Yeah. So we
3: went on to, yeah. to win that game but, uh, but luckily you haven't got Portland for the three games now Craig I know, I'm, I'm really looking forward <laughs> to this I, yeah. I, I can't wait for the next three games it's going to be great I mean I've, a lot of people say to me and a lot of people say around us as well that when he came in last season, <coughs> yeah. he was a, a, fresh, a breath of fresh air. Hmm. Now, obviously, I can't comment on it because last season, as I've mentioned numerous times, I wasn't watching the games. Yeah. I well, the first game was away. Yeah, they played a good one. They played that
2: game, was not they? Yeah. yeah, solid.
3: And yeah. I saw, the first time I saw him, was John Hand with him? Nathan, you got. He's got some. Uh, Nathan's stolen some strawberry laces. He complained. Obviously, last week, just to bring it into context, before we carry on, <sighs> uh, last week was my birthday podcast, and we had cake, and we got I made tea as I usually do. And he said, "Where's the cake?" So he kicked off about it nearly wanted to stop so to keep him in his seat I had to find some trouble laces for him I had to walk to Tesco to fuck to get them as well he's
4: lying I'm
3: talking rubbish now oh well, there you go uh, going back to the Hayden White point though as well a lot of people were sort of saying last season you know breath fresh air came in at right back did well I saw him the first time I saw him was against Portsmouth so I said right I'm not going to because I ended up working that game I'm not going to make comment on any place I've not seen them I'll watch them and I'll say I'll give it another game against Crawley and 10 minutes into the game, against Crawley away. Last game of the season, I went, that player's going to cost us. Hayden White's going to cost us. And he did. And he did. I wasn't wrong. And ever since then, I've never seen him have a good game. I've never seen him have a good game. But Same as me with Digby. That's it, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. It's just perspective, <laughs> isn't it? But that said, and this is a very interesting that you should bring Lord Digby up Uh-oh. at this point, because we now do have to talk about potential replacements. Oh, Obviously, the, the main one is going to be you're going to look at Paul Anderson, aren't you? Mm. But, uh, I, go on, Nath. I'll just say, there's also Bennett that can go across there and Diamond can come back in. I will say this now, and I'll stick my neck on the line, I don't care what comebacks I get from this, moving Reese Bennett across from centre-back to right-back would be the biggest mistake that we would make because he is an absolutely solid and much mm. better centre-back than what he is a right-back. Mm. And I think that told a little bit on sat- on Saturday as well mm. because we it was very confusing that he took well the angle off when you had Byron and
0: and Rose but useless not not that he looked bothered when he come on nor come (laughs) off
3: exactly (laughs) right, then fair enough I've got (laughs) my paycheck fair enough but the point where he obviously brought Zander Diamond on at that point to Mm. move Diamond into the middle and Bennett across I'd have maybe gone for Anderson and kept Bennett there because I think that showed Mm. because two or three minutes after that they scored and everyone was a bit all over the place I think he's got that partnership whether it's with Diamond or with Pierce. I think Bennett for me is the the Mm -hmm. linchpin for a centre-back so I wouldn't be inclined to move Bennett across I'd be looking at Anderson but another option as much as you'll hate it is that of Digby and you always look at the reserve team games for, I've always said that if he does come in and have a good game you'll be the first to praise him yes yeah, well, which is fair enough but I think you look at the reserve team don't yeah. you as, as a way of plotting what's going to happen in your next yeah. game mm. and for the reserves 3-1 win we'll talk about it later on um, on Tuesday against uh, York City Digby was right back and had a hand in <coughs> setting up the first goal and from what I've heard from the reports he was absolutely solid and there's been two or three occasions where he's played there so yeah. would you give him
2: would no. you be no you wouldn't <laughs> him no him. no
0: yeah. no. I, uh, no Anderson yeah Anderson all day for me
2: Mark yeah I've got to say Anderson experienced safe
4: bet isn't it yeah eh? yeah. yeah, I think he's, he's he's proven to have played there in the league I mean the reserves are great but it's not league two is it so uh, I see what you mean with Digby but if he's playing alright in the reserves maybe he should be considered but until Anderson's out I don't think he should be Yeah, plenty of
3: options there as well isn't there and uh, uh, Shelley's just put what about George Taff we'll talk about that in a little bit as well Uh, Peter also says uh, talking about Steve Evans there'll be an opportunity for fans uh, to speak with both Steve and Paul Rayner his mate Dodgy in the Sandy Pate Sports Bar at the SSA Forum Glad they finally managed to get that nailed on because I know from I'm not going to reveal my sources but I know from very good reliable sources that that has um, been something they wanted to nail down for the past three months mm-hmm. so to, to get that sorted is fantastic um, obviously John and Carolyn watch this podcast quite often we will have them on a, a guest at some point when we get around to sinking diaries but wouldn't it be great if Paul Rainer and his, his mate Steve joined us on that as well I mean we can fake yeah. being them as much Dodgy, as we like or that's it Would we'll just, <laughs> just sit there and shout dodge at him yeah. maybe we should get him on something like this as well because yeah. I imagine the, um, the fans forum will be if you've got questions for him Here's a bit of paper writing down. We'll sift through the. Yeah. It'll be very sifted. And yeah. See
0: if we get through to them. Yeah. Don't want to talk about that, so we'll move that to one side. Anything controversial? <coughs>
3: yeah. Surely. Whereas I'll have him
0: move pins. that was Right, you're
3: playing Digby. <laughs> 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 I
2: sure
0: think it might be the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, me too, son. <laughs> you got a problem? I'll see you outside, son. <laughs> uh, uh,
3: <laughs> sorry, Nathan. <laughs> Carry
4: on. Oh dear. Oh no. <laughs> I know. i They'll probably love to do it once we've got permission. I think. but you know, yeah i don't know about
3: that well maybe not <laughs> uh, maybe not uh callum says uh, obviously keep your comments coming in in the co- live feed on facebook if you've listened to the audio version of this where were you facebook.com forward slash mtfc matters every thursday six thirty 30 um for the live uh, broadcast uh callum says in the comments you were talking about liangle a minute ago uh watching Angle just frustrates the life out of me don't think he fits into the play style would would do you be inclined to agree with that, or do you just think he's been promised the world but mm-hmm. delivered, been delivered Sutton in Ashfield?
0: Hang on, <laughs> <laughs> hang on, that's unfair. Um, what unfair in the world? Well, yeah, <laughs> being from Sutton. <laughs> do you th- do you get my point? Then? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Promised yeah.
3: everything and delivered little.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think Lee's... Been promised that he's going to get more starts, and well, he was going to probably be one of the starting strikers. He was going to, you know, we've promised him this and other, and we've we've sold it to him. And obviously, you know, he, he's coming, and then all of a sudden, Kane Emmons appears, and I think it's like you could say his confidence has been knocked, sort of thing, when Kane Emmons come in. But you know, you could obviously spin that around and mm. kind of use it as a... Because, if you notice with Lee, when he walks down the tunnel, <laughs> from the tunnel to the dugout, everybody speaks to him. And every and he speaks to everybody and he stops everybody. So, obviously, the fans like him. Yeah. So, you would think that if the fans like him, he'd go on the pitch and kind of turn that into a performance where young kids, are, you know, would want... Because if I were striking, Danny Rose were on fourteen goals, I'd be trying to compete with Danny.
3: Oh yeah, I'd be. I'd you be know, having a competition with you in every day. I'd be saying, "Steve, I've scored. I've scored four today. Danny's only scored one." Yeah, you know. I've scored from forty yards today. Danny got a tap in. Come on.
4: Yeah, did you, you know, see that past that I made
3: to, uh, to Alfie Potter. Mm-hmm. What did Danny do? He fell on his backside, didn't
0: he? Mm. Oh well, <laughs> <you go. Yeah. laughs> wow! Well, there you go. But you know, you, you need that competition with your strikers. You know and I I just don't think Lee Angle's bothered no
3: and I think that's the frustrating thing isn't it Um, Nathan um, not this Nathan, Nathan Mm -hmm. in the comments uh, says uh, what does the podcast team think of Danny Rose signing a new contract we're going to talk about this in more depth later in the show but uh, one word reactions when you uh, in fact no, three word reactions when you, without swearing, when you saw the news uh, that Danny Rose had signed a new contract, let's start with Nathan Three words and three words only and not a word more, not a word less. Not a word less. Yeah.
4: Um, certainly is massive.
2: Mark? Get in there. <laughs>
0: Absolutely spot on. Oh, absolutely <laughs> spot on! Uh, yeah. oh. But you didn't think he was going to sign after the rant that he had at Steve Evans on Saturday.
3: No, right. Obviously, um, we, <laughs> we can't lip read from from there. You're a little bit closer. What did he say? Did he did he say that he needs? Well, to get off the I, prize
0: or? I can't kind of repeat what Danny said.
3: Let, let's check. Like, right, let's change the swear words with um, with with comedy words, and that's, uh, let, let's let us let us go for it. That's, that's okay. That's it, so we.
0: basically. Cheltenham had an attack, but I think it broke down. And Evans blamed Danny for it, for the attack in the first place, or <coughs> the corner, or whatever. And Danny's words were, "What well, I headed the ball. What more do you want me to do?" Because he wanted him to challenge for the ball from the corner or wherever it was. Yeah. And Danny turned around and said, "I headed the ball. What more do you want me to do?" I headed it. Yeah. And Steve can't remember what Steve said but he had a, <laughs> go- <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> a Scottish accent on yeah, whiskey that's you know what it's that, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, had to go back at him and Danny took, kind of defended himself again and Steve could turn round and he just went enough enough yeah. or you're walking
3: yeah
0: and Danny and Danny was just like I had a ball I was doing my job what more and he, and he told him twice like enough or you're off Shocking. And that, and that's when I sent you that message. Bye, oh, sh- bye, by Danny Rose. Yeah, you know, but, and, and then right on Tuesday he signed a new contract. Yeah. It's, so obviously you've just got to have a go at Steve Evans, and you get a new contract. That's
3: it, Steve. <laughs> now that's not going to work for me, is it? I think, at Twenty-seven. I think my playing days are behind me. There you go. Yeah. It's, it's so good for me. not that they were ever there in the first place, but there you go. Oh dear, it's all good fun, but obviously great news for the club and we'll talk about it in more depth and, uh, later on in the show as well. Uh, if you've got any more comments, keep them coming in in the comments uh, below. We're still going to be talking about the reserves later on, we'll be talking about a new deal for Danny as we say, and we'll be asking, are you starting to pay attention now to the teams around us and what they're doing as uh, the end uh, of the season sort of becomes in the distance, but it's starting to become in the view a little bit more now as uh, uh, things start to progress. We'll also be talking about more Morecambe Away on Saturday. Keep those uh, comments and things coming in. Time now, though, to turn our attention to something uh, a little bit different. Obviously, we always, at some point in the show, uh, go for a little bit of uh, a quiz, something a bit different. Obviously, last week was a birthday quiz and things like that. Now, you know me. I like to steal good features now earlier on in, in the series before yourself you came along we did a sort of a mini sort of mastermind challenge you remember that you remember those days back in the day yeah I can't remember yeah. it won it and to be honest yeah, yeah. I, I lost but, a, lost yeah. a track but uh, back by popular <coughs> bands or unpopular band, which one should that be who knows uh, based on the uh, popular music general knowledge quiz uh, pop master um, you heard of that Video 2, No. Okay. well, yeah, yeah. it's a bit. It's a bit different anyway. It's all good fun. Go Don't worry about it. Um, over the next few weeks, our panel will take it in turns to figure out who is the master of all stags knowledge. Each player will face ten general knowledge stags based questions plus three bonus questions from a topic they'll choose. Uh, they'll choose from They've got a choice of two. General knowledge questions are worth a point. Bonus questions are worth three. Each player will also be timed. So the winning. The winner is the person with the most points in the quickest time. Do we all understand so far. Are we all with we all with that so far. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you want me to run through it again? Do you want me to just quickly remind you? Basically, got you've got 13 questions, 10 of which are general stakes knowledge, so general stakes questions, and others are based on a certain topic. So, for example, um, they'd be based on the management career of Steve Evans, or they'd be based on the, man- the uh, life and times of Paul Digby, or something like that. You'll get a, a a, a topic title. And, oh, that's me uh, done then. <laughs> and, and, see, and see you three. Um, I'm glad you said that because you, obviously, being sort of the newest member of the team since we did this last time around, you're the one that's in the hot seat today. So you're going to be the one that's yeah. facing facing the questions. So it's uh, it's as uh, it's as simple as that really. Ten questions, general knowledge, state questions so get your brain thinking a little bit. Plus three um, from a uh, from a bonus sort of. now i'll give you your bonus topics so you can sort of choose between the two the titles of your bonus topics are it smells of roses or right back at you so what do you think any ideas mark and nathan what those two topics could be about any ideas? Obviously,
4: the right back out is going to be a right. Something about right backs.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's got that nailed on. Obviously, one point. And, and Danny Rose, yeah. Basically, yeah, so yeah. oh, gonna... no Mitch Rose. Oh. No, no, no. I was <laughs> temp- I was tempted to mix it up a bit, but now, <laughs> I'll keep it simple for the first one. So you've now you now you know both questions <coughs> all about Danny Rose, all right backs.
0: Oh God,
3: um, Danny. Okay, so you're going for It Smells of Roses. Randy. Okay, Randy Wands. Randy Wands, Okay, so um, point per correct answer for the general knowledge and then uh, three points per correct answer for the bonus questions, we're going to start with the 10 general knowledge questions. If you give me the wrong answer, unfortunately, I can't take it. I've got to accept your first answer. Okay. And we are against the clock.
0: All right? Okay.
3: Okay, how many do you think you're going to get out of. There's obviously, uh, what, 19 points available here. How many out uh, of the possible 19 do you think you're going to get? Four. Oh, four, out of <laughs> four out of 19. This should be good. Okay. Um, your time starts in three, two, presumptuous that uh, <laughs> can I confer? no you can't it's so all about you um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. any ones that you get wrong I'll put to these two later on see if they know but no points are enough yeah. that's just mm. been fun your time starts in three two <coughs> one go who succeeded Andy King as Stags boss in 1996 Steve Parkin which former West Brom youngster netted to date the quickest hat trick from the first goal to the third goal against Maxfield Town in November 2007, oh, blimey! Striker West Brom, former West Brom youngster. No. Do you pass in? Yeah. Okay. Uh, which goalkeeper scored from his inside his own penalty area against Wrexham in April 2012? Alan Marriott. Heads, Pen's Town is an anagram of which Irish central midfielder who enjoyed a 117-game spell between 2005 and 2008? Heads. Penn's Town. Hedgepens Penn's Town? Ended up going on to play for Scunthorpe. Irish central midfielder, 117 games a spell between 05 and 08. Pass. I thought you were going to answer that, I thought. Um, which striker had a short spell as a uh, as joint caretaker manager alongside AD Moses during the club's first season in the conference Mark Stallard Paul Cox is statistically the best the second best manager measured by win ratio league games but what's his percentage 48.4 or 84.8 48.4 he's fast as lightning it's frightening oh it's what? <laughs> <laughs> he's man. fast as
0: lightning
3: it's frightening oh it's CJ Hamilton. the Stags kicked off <laughs> last season with a 1-1 draw against Carlisle but who scored the Stags goal uh, pass which now Peterborough United defender made his Stags debut against Braintree in September 2012 Ryan Tafazoli. <laughs> who was the first Stags player to be sent off for the Stags this season Aidan White and your bonus questions the leading Stags marksman Danny Rose scored his first Stags goal against which club
0: what this season?
3: Ever, first ever stag's goal. Oh, oh blimey! Come on, Shelley. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the leading stag's marksman scored his first stag's goal against which club? Noob, uh, who was it? I oh, nearly no, gave it away. Didn't yeah, it? he did. <laughs> I didn't what? What? Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I'll give it. I did nearly give it away. Oh god! Which manager brought Danny Rose to the club? Adam Murray and your third and final bonus question against which side did Rose score the goal which one in goal of the round in the FA Cup this season Surely. stop the clock well I can tell you your time was 2 minutes and 35 seconds and you got uh, all three of the bonus questions right so that's uh, 9 Woo-hoo. plus 1 2 3 4 6 7 9 plus 7 which gives you a score of 16 points how do you think (coughs) uh, what's your reaction to that how do you think you uh, that's not as bad as what I
0: thought to be honest
3: you thought you would get 4 and I thought it would take you about 40 years but you (laughs) you, did quite well we
0: could have been here next week well
3: there you go Um, so obviously you both listened to that How how were you playing along mentally how do you think you would have done Mark
4: Uh, I've got that many but I've got a few Nice. No, I definitely would have got less, but Definitely uh, would have got less. Yeah yeah. There you go. I mean, if I get a few gimmies like the Newport one, There. Well,
3: I mean, there. that was one slight, very good, <laughs>
4: sly <laughs> slip. I didn't do everything. No, I'm sure you yeah. didn't. Honestly,
1: <laughs> <laughs> honestly Total,
3: honesty, total honesty, Pay me later, 20 quid, yeah? Yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice <laughs> <lads. How laughs> do with that 20 quid. Oh, alright. Take the points off as well, you know, <laughs> yeah. that does not work. I'm here just, <laughs> I'll give you 30. Good luck. I'll give you an extra just point. Just for three points. Yeah, just for three points. Um, <laughs> obviously, a couple of questions which were answered incorrect. No points for either of you if you do manage to get them right. But I'll give you a chance anyway. Way, see if you'd have got them which former West Brom youngster netted to date the quickest hat-trick oh. from the first goal to the third Macclesfield in November 2007 you just exhaled, uh, so just you, you've just exhaled loudly So have just you have seen it Mark any ideas no no idea Nathan any I'm ideas I going say Richie Barker not from West Brom so I
4: don't
3: know. no but close with that because he was Richie Barker's strike partner so, who? He, he was injured quite a lot, but I mean, he, he didn't play as, as much as what he should have done. Can we get like, initials? I can, yeah, I'll give you that because there's no points. SB. Simon Brown Simon Brown oh, would have been yeah. correct Yeah well done okay, uh, The other one you much got much wrong shit. was Heads Pens Town Is an anagram of which Irish central midfielder <laughs> Who enjoyed a 117 game spell between 05 and 08 Any ideas Nathan? Nah no, Heads think Pens it. Town no, I hate
4: anagrams I, no,
3: I know that's no, why no. I throw them in no, no, there You were oh, on the like verge it. You were on the verge of sort
0: of saying
3: who it was It does it? No it uh, with, I'll give you the initial S-D ah Steve Dawson Stephen Dawson I wouldn't have said I wouldn't have
0: that if I'd have been here all night he'd have been kicking me out before I knew Uh, it
3: it. (laughs) come on mate mate we've been here (laughs) a week Welcome back (laughs) we have got to go to work yeah that's it Uh, well sometimes I can be bothered Uh, the third and final one that you got wrong was the Stags kicked off last season with a 1-0 draw against Carlisle but who scored the Stags goal I'll give you a clue he's still at the club uh, he was out in the cold for a while Mal uh, Benham There you go, Mal Benham was the, the correct Speaking person. of which I've yes. been very impressed with him lately yeah, well, this is a good time to, to bring in the next, the, ne- the next topic. Obviously, we did think he'd be out in the cold and we all thought uh, back in December time that Mel Benning would be perhaps one of the people to, um, you know, to be finding his way out the door. But as you said, Nathan, he's, he's come back in, he's made his mark and he's made Johnny Hunt settle for a place on the woodwork.
4: Yeah, and um, I'm, g- I'm, I'm glad to see it because uh, we now know we've got two uh, left-backs, left-wing, by the you we want to call them, that uh, really... So sort of, I'd say in form because Hunt was in form. Uh, obviously, Benning's come back in, and it's I mean, just, it was only due to that changing system a little bit. Yeah, in, it was yeah. that he, he sort of switched it around a bit as well. But he just seems like a it, I don't know. It's only been a few games, but he just seems a bit more confident. I don't know whether he has been told I don't know what's happened, but he's actually having some efforts on goal, and yes none of them have actually gone in yet but as as you seen on Saturday, it led to a score in the last minute winner because he he had the shot didn't he yeah um, on the left and it when it came in to re- rebound is what
3: we scored from so and I guess a big part of that as well is actually the inclusion of CJ Hamilton he was another one that was out in the cold for ages with McDonald and Anderson sort of rotating between that left wing role mm. CJ's come in and he's been very very difficult mm. to shift and as a result of that him and Benning have actually got a real partnership and for yeah. the first time I can remember in a long long time on the left hand side Mansfield Town have got an attacking both naturally left foot a partnership with
0: pace it's not happened since we had I think Martin Pemberton and Wayne Corden
3: yeah
0: and that's frightening isn't it yeah to think how way back
3: that was that's what 20 years maybe longer 15-20 years we're talking 10 years since we got relegated out of the football league yeah so it's about 15 years 2000
0: 2000
4: it was was 2001 time wasn't it yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah 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 So, yeah. So yeah. So yeah. Nearly twenty years. Which is, to
3: say, that Mansford haven't have an out and out natural left side of the attack. That is, and you've got Johnny Hunt who can come back <coughs> in there. Yeah. Yeah, we no, know
4: he's actually he is now. We know we we can have a little bit of faith that if he needs to come back in, he actually can do a job. Because I think when he first signed, nobody really had that belief in him, did he? So at least we know actually he can come in and do what we sort of need him to do as well so, which is I, I get the feeling I, I don't want to speak too soon but I feel like some of the positions now you start you can I mean a lot of people are questioned whether Evans knows his best team but I think a lot of the times I don't think we necessarily knew, but I feel no. like now it's clicking like we know who plays best where and I think if we can keep that consistent and I know we're going to make some changes every now and then but if we make it one or two that's not that's not bad but I just feel like it might start a bit quicker into place now Controversial but obviously we've still got a, a fair way to go even though the end
3: is in sight as we sort of alluded to earlier on we're in the midst of the transfer window I personally don't think we're going to make any out and out signings I think if anything we need to trim the fat a little bit get players a bit of game time if you send them to a club where you've got a recall on them so you've got that option mm. is that a, a possibility because I think maybe even a couple of weeks ago Steve Evans was saying about George Taff going straight back out on loan whether clubs have come in for him or not I don't know but if they have he's not gone back out on loan he was including the reserve team on Tuesday seems to be making a mark for himself and there again he gives
2: us <coughs> yet another option, doesn't he? Yeah, it's not too late for these players to prove themselves. I mean, yeah, they might not have played for a while, but that doesn't mean to say they're uh, not going to get a chance again. I mean, like, like I've just said by Benin, yeah. I mean, it's like, he's, ever since he's been out of the side, it's like he's learned from his mistakes, and it's, like, it's almost like a new signing, if you
0: like. It, it can work both ways, really, can't it? Because, like, you need to play well to be put in shop window. But if you're playing well, it might also get you into team as well so it's kind of a double-edged sword sort of thing I think mm. the
3: big question will be how many defenders can play in that central role that Steve Evans wants to keep at the club because the, the one person I think he brought in with a view to being a regular starter in the summer was David Murphy yeah. he's had numerous injury mm. problems I personally don't see him being fit anytime
0: time soon well I don't know if you've seen Evans's interview I don't know whether it was earlier on today, today yeah. if it's today I've not seen it but yeah. um, he's turned around and said that he don't see David Murphy in the team in the near future
3: yeah which is whether he's whether that's a I presume that's alluding to his
4: fitness rather than yeah. his yeah. injuries. he yeah. right yeah. yeah. said about his surgery that like he wasn't that long he yeah. he had his surgery and he yeah, wasn't yeah. it, so, so w- with that in mind let's go to the out and out centre halves
3: here Pierce, Diamond Bennett with Hayden White now suspended that mm. possibly frees up Bennett to go across the right back even though as we've said have probably seen it back um, and then that's pretty much it but you bring George Taft back in there you've got that extra cover at left back you've got an extra cover at, se- at centre if you want to play with a 3 you've got also in there which a lot of people forget about is a very very good long throw is he worth keeping about even if it's on the fringes because even though the transfer window <coughs> shuts at the end of Jan in terms of moving to a league club mm. you can still drop down to the conference until I think the last month of the season so mm-hmm. dropping down to the conference to get game time if you're you know, in one of the top top six top seven teams competitive there's not much of a difference is there in the conference for the no. top seven to, to lead to not really. when you look at the <laughs> sides that are in there mm-hmm. so has that has David Murphy's situation perhaps open the door a little bit
4: for George Taft do you think mm. um, yeah I'd say so the problem is like <clears throat> as you just said though I, I feel like George Taft is too good to be a fringe player you know you know what I mean I, I agree I, I, I really I, I really liked Taft I don't know why well I do know why cause he played very very well for us in the, 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 the few appearances he had made but obviously he's done very well at, at Cambridge and he's loved by their fans and when you become a fan favourite like that you've got you, you're a good player he's definitely a good player and he seems like obviously I've never met him but through I mean it's a bit sounds a bit that but through Twitter so he seems like a really decent bloke as well and he's well respected by all players and I just think he's a really really good player and um, I'd love to see him in a club but I think if he's was a club I'd want to see him involved
3: Yeah I was at the start of the season I was <coughs> very very disappointed to because he sort of came in I'd, I think he played one game mm. and then was sent straight out on, mm. on loan but I said at the time <coughs> when he was sent out on I said we'd made a potential mistake there in letting mm-hmm. one of the best players
2: in terms of options that we've got mm. you can um, argue to say we've got too many defenders at the same time they're, they're all good aren't they? yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I yeah, don't really not bad. many there well, there's no, none of them defenders that I'd
4: want to see like, not in the team yeah. well, It sounds daft but and as horrible yeah. as it is and I'm not just six
0: at back <laughs> yeah. as
3: horrible as it is yeah. and I'm not just saying this because he's, he's been the one out injured therefore the one who's had the less time on the pitch I'm judging players by the way I've seen them perform, the one I would—I'd be happy to see go—and I don't mean this against him personally or against his ability—would have been Murphy because in the performances he had, it took him a long time to get back in. And whenever mm. he's been out of the team, there's a pattern.
2: Yeah.
3: There's a pattern here. He was out. He had an illness in pre-season, mm. and it took him a while to get back and get solid. And then he had that sort of <coughs> two or three games <coughs> spell where him and Diamond looked solid, and then one of them missed out and he couldn't get that partnership and he seems mm. like that player that needs four or five games
2: mm.
3: to really warm up and I think at this point in the season with the league being so tight and the way it's going to twist and turn mm. we don't have that affordability of no. that time mm. whereas you players mm. such as your Bennett, your Diamonds your Tafts mm. you know you're not going to, you're not going to agree but your Digby's can come in and can be solid and can play there mm. and and do that straight away whereas, because they've all got those partnerships. Whereas Murphy, even though he's got the experience, doesn't have that.
4: I think that's a massive point actually. Because if you think about it, if you think later in the season, uh, as we're coming to say the last couple of months um, and we are in, in the running, you know, touch wood, we are going to be, you know, for for the automatic spots. Say we do pick up a couple of injuries, or it comes to that time of season, we might be picking up, you know, that fifth yellow card and players are coming out. You've got Taft who's actually played most uh, most of the games for Cambridge this season, so he's not only match fee, yeah. He's like he's he's experienced playing in this league like from this season. So and he's, you also he forget about what he did Stephens. with Burton in terms of getting them out of League Two when he was a young player. Yeah, so he's he so in, easy yeah. step in, so, couldn't he? And yeah. whereas if Murphy's coming back from injury, I mean, yeah. yes, he may be quality, and he. he, and he but like I say, if it's going to take him three, four, five, whatever games to get into it, it we can't. We just can't. Yeah. The team's it. going
2: to suffer as a result,
0: aren't <coughs> they? exactly. As a as, your, as a centre back, as your, like his defence partnership, you're not going to be wanting to worry about what he's going to do. Yeah. No. You just yeah. want to concentrate on your own job. And, and that's
3: where a lot of our early season mistakes came from. Mm. You can just imagine yeah. it, on, not you? Really, yeah. someone new to it, yeah. And it, it, yeah. because he's been out of the time, ty- the, the side as well. Because you're not another thing which I I think a lot of people perhaps don't realise as well is when you are out injured such as David Murphy (coughs) you are not spending Monday to Friday on the training pitch with the group of 22 others, Mm. you are isolated Mm. in the medical room Mm. seeing the boys in passing, you are not involved so if you come in at that stage as you've you've all said a critical stage, Mm. it is like a new boy coming into the class for the first time and that that stuff of not knowing how he plays or how he plays against a certain defender or how he goes to head a ball mm-hmm. is the something where you know, teams are going to exploit and you can't afford that no interesting comment from Callum as well we're talking obviously about players who may may leaving the window in terms of trimming the fat and trying to get it a little bit more condensed. And it's a valid point. Uh, Callum says, I can only see Amari Sterling James going out on loan back to the conference. Whenever he gets a chance, he seems really bright, but the competition such as McDonald and Hamilton are just too strong. You've got Potter in there as well, Anderson
2: yeah.
0: as well, mm, and, yeah.
3: and to a degree, Butcher, who I think he might be another one that might... He seems to have know. just got yeah, off the radar I doesn't
0: it? I don't think we'll see him again in the
3: stag shirt to be honest he's not delivered no no. Callum Butcher we're talking about not Amara and Sterling James
0: Yeah, though,
3: but yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's focus on Sterling James first before we talk about Butcher he's got a point uh, Callum's got a, a, a good point there he does when well, he does play he does appear bright but if he was to go and the yellow car come, thing comes in we would be down to then just down to two strikers other than Rose and Hemmings one of which never looks bothered another one he's a trier and he will create for the team but he's not a natural born goal scorer
0: it's worrying isn't it that's slightly that's worrying concept, depending yeah. on what Steve Evans dabbles in in the transfer market over the next week because there's only is it Tuesday Wednesday, Wednesday. Wednesday so he's got like a, less than a week to get somebody in you know, if it's not a striker, then, you know, we might be in trouble.
3: <coughs> I mean, we have got goals from other parts of the pitch, which I think is where we're slightly better off in terms of having a whole group. But we went through that patch where Rose was out, Hemmings was out, we were struggling a little bit, and we just need a bit more of that in- instinct.
0: I don't think we're scoring enough from midfield. Do you not? Yeah, personally, no. I think MacDonald... Not, not to have a go at him because I, I love Alex he's brilliant he's an absolute wicked player I just wish he'd score more goals I think that part <laughs> of know, this game but...
3: is going to come because I think the one thing which I feel a little bit sorry for McDonald is he started out right, out right yeah. then he went left mm. then he went into a deep central midfield role where I really really thought he's going to become a good player for us here and I think he's going to end up dropping back in there because of the Mellis situation which yes. we'll talk about in, in a minute but then his last couple of games he's sort of been off the shoulder of Rose in that sort of 4-4-1-1 four, four, one, one. Mm. it gives him a bit more creativity but he's, it's like he needs to get his head around where he's playing mm. do you know what I mean but I think with the Mellis situation obviously Steve Evans saying today that Mellis is going to be out for at least three weeks yeah. with that sort of hamstring uh, injury mm. that he picked up against Cheltenham mm. I think
2: that's going to allow McDonald to come back in and I think with Hemmings back fit again yeah. that's yeah. going to go back to the 4 4 it's definitely out with Byron coming back in the side as well so I think they're a better team when he's playing I think it's exactly. just steadies his ship a bit don't he? I honestly I don't I know he's not here he to, that, but I,
3: to argue his own case but I don't get what Cam doesn't see about Byron
0: the last two yeah. games I think Byron's been unfit yeah and, and that's the problem unfit so that's and expected as well Yeah, yeah. it is it is Um, but against... Car- I think bringing him into Cardiff were a bit too soon for him. I'd, I'd have started with him at, at Cheltenham.
3: The problem there was, he obviously, you get him in against Cardiff and to try and have that dead ball to try and get you know, yeah. the game there. Yeah. But what Evans didn't do, and this is bad management from my perspective, he,
0: did take he, didn't, take, he
3: didn't take him off early enough. He needed to rest his legs for, for Saturday. We, needed, we didn't yeah. even make all three substitutions, which we said about last week. Yeah. He doesn't protect his players enough, and I think that... Kind of cost us yeah. a little bit. I mean, you can't predict no, what's can going
2: to happen. Major make subs too late, aren't they? We said that.
0: Yeah, we? Yeah, 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 we've said that loads of times. Yeah.
4: But then Saturday, you could argue the opposite. Saturday, I'd say probably got subs right though. Well,
0: I, I tend to don't agree with substituting the substitute. Yeah, but, yeah, that was I, a bit of a I, I'll, I'll I can understand the logic
4: of wanting to bring I think there's two, two yeah. reasons to understand it really one is because it'd be
0: just because of the red card and he had to reshape it but the second yeah, but
4: why didn't you bring
0: Emmons on in the first place instead of bringing Angle on
4: yeah that's that's maybe the fitness thing because obviously
0: he has been out in there was
4: a longer
3: proportion of the game there to be fair but yeah. if you're going to gamble he said he said we wanted to get a goal scorer on well, like you said why not bring on you can E-mins, always take him off if he E-mins, gets injured he's, yeah he yeah, yeah. has got
0: more confidence in him at the moment <coughs> exactly. than Angle. Yeah. and perhaps, maybe you perhaps thought that bringing Angle on might give him that little bit of a boost but
3: I think he touched the ball about four times
0: yeah and when his number came up he just kind of just shrugged his shoulders and walked off the pitch the funniest comment of all though was at the end on post-match interview with Paul Rayner Dodgy you
3: know, uh, Dodgy we can't refer dodgy. to dodgy. Paul Rayner ever again as Paul Rayner it's dodgy. Dodgy. dodgy Steve's mate Dodgy that's what Steve, we've got to call Steve's him. Mate Dodgy. Steve's came mate, came mate Dodgy came on at the end of
0: the post-match interview and said that there's nothing wrong with the angle his confidence is still up and you know he's in there with the boys listening to rubbish music boys, right? and then as we sat at the traffic uh, lights wrong boys, <laughs> <laughs> as we were sat at the traffic lights and as soon as Dodgy mentioned it Leandro drove past us in his car but now, it, I, it was that, in that, the changing that, room nah, 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 nah,
3: <laughs> sorry but I'm going to have to put you right on one thing um, obviously this is the industry in which i work in, so now these things work <laughs> That interview was recorded about five six minutes before, okay. and then gets sent, and then you have to wait for ad breaks to, to play that. So we'll okay. probably I'll I'll probably a ten minute gap between I'll, that. we'll so let Dodgy off then. We'll <laughs> let Dodgy off, but I like your point. <laughs> it was funny because we, we were like, "He's
0: there though." Yeah. <laughs>
4: so dude just raving along. His
3: yeah. stairs, you know, like,
4: we've all done that. Maybe other players were in the back. You know?
3: that's yeah. it. But yeah,
4: that's it. <laughs> no, this remember, like so <laughs> yeah. Indeed. But
3: everyone remembers the old, the, the infamous uh, Champions DVD scene where Alan Marriott and hmm. uh, Lee Beavers were having a rap in a car, and then John Dempster and who else? was it on the back seat that, that oh top? yeah
0: John Dempster and
3: oh was it copy. Jonah no I can't remember I'm going to, have to, I'm going to have to dig that out to try and find it but you know with the, the scene on the yeah, three, yeah. Where, yeah, it was, yeah it was brilliant <laughs> oh it's funny oh, it might have just been Dempster in the middle seat I think he just Dempster it be, I, I, can't, know, remember no, I can't remember it was fun all the same but there you go um, we'll talk a little bit about Callum Butcher as well obviously um in terms of players that potentially might go out, I don't think it would do us any harm. He's, no. he's, he no. came, we were
2: at Carlisle, we watched that game yeah. together. He obviously got off a good start by scoring the goal, but he's. not kicked on, has he? No. Just disappointing. I mean, it, it play, when you think about it, last season he played over 40 games for only one side that's got promoted to the Championship. You expect a lot more from him, to be fair. And he's not like he's not had the chances.
3: No. I mean, yeah, no. I felt a little bit sorry for him in his early doors days because he was he came in as that central attacking midfielder or that central midfielder with a bit of creativity and got plonked on the right hand side yeah. felt a bit sorry for him there but then he did get that game time where he was back in yeah. the middle and you yeah. can't turn around and say <coughs> you've not had the opportunities to shine No, and that's
4: the disappointing it's thing it's difficult though because I mean like Miles power obviously we know he has got the quality and I think when you look back to the start of the season when Hemming when signed we knew he had the quality, but he wasn't performing, and a lot of, for a long time, a lot of people saying, "You know, was included. January? Was, yeah, included. Yeah, was included? We're saying January. Let, let him go back, or you know, whatever. It doesn't really matter." But he then with now we see that quality all the time. So I don't know. Is could he just find a bit of form? Could something change? someone click, and he finds a bit of form? Because we, he technically is. He's, he's got the ability, but for whatever reason, it's just not there at the minute. But so, so is he still a decent backup? That's the thing and I think you've got Butcher in there who's
3: you can bring him in as a backup but he's still down the pecking order because another name ahead of him who has been there and done it and can play anywhere across the midfield four and for me is a better player all round than what Butcher is is Will Atkinson who his attitude to be fair is 100% spot on he knows he's not going to get he obviously was an integral part for a while but he's not got the starts but when the parallel opposite to Liango really Mm. he's been brought on for two like the last five ten minutes of a game or even just the last two or three minutes of a game (coughs) and it's not been the attitude of well I can't do anything in two or three minutes it's been the attitude of I've got a job to do here yeah and
0: that's the difference yeah yeah exactly he's when he comes on he's he's a trier you know and he he doesn't just stand around watching does he he wants to get stuck in and, and make a difference which is what Angle's not doing and that's disappointing and we
3: talk about you know names we'd dis- be disappointed to see go out from let's I think it's fair to say now that Steve has got an 11 with one or two tweaks hmm. which yeah. is Logan White Pierce Bennett hmm. Benin um, who's been playing on the Potter mm-hmm. uh, McDonald. Mellis, Byram, CJ Rose mm-hmm. and then the tweaks are Hemmings and, um, and Anderson in, in there mm. From excluded from those names I've just mentioned we're in the transfer window the announcement comes out we've let a player go Who? give me a name the player you will be kicking yourself and shouting obscenities at your computer screen to see let go on loan Nathan give me a name
4: so, so apart from those players that you've just apart mentioned apart
3: from that integral group of what Evans sees as his best 11 or best starting mm-hmm. A team if you like a name in there that you'd be
4: furious at seeing go <laughs> allegedly <laughs>
2: that's obvious <laughs>
4: Um, I want to say just after we've spoke about it earlier I, f- I want to say even more now so I'm going to say Taft
2: Mark uh, I'm going to say Angle I think he's got something it's just getting
0: it out of him mm, yeah I think I agree with Nathan Taft
2: mine would be Atkinson
3: because he's gone out of that he's gone out of that integral group but I think he's still a key part and a key cog mm-hmm. in that machine who can sort of come back in and, and do a job but I agree with,
4: with Taft as well that would be a, a, a crying shame to see him I just, I, I just think he, he could come in and, and do a good job now I, I, you know the more I think about it the more I can
0: see him and on Even the fringes as well, way. like you say, the tweaking, I'd, uh, Anderson, but I'd, he wouldn't let him go anyway. No. But it'd be weird, you know, it'd be a, a, odd an odd one if, yeah. you know, we, we, we'd all <coughs> sit here and be like, what? what what's he yeah. done that Such for? Such an experienced player. Yeah. And, yeah. and what, what he brings to the side when he comes in, you know, but...
4: I, I, to be honest, I don't, I, I don't think we are gonna let anybody go. That's gonna be daft like that. I Touch what again? But I genuinely feel that
0: if Danny, if he keeps let, swearing at him, well, <laughs> I don't know. Did you let, you let a player
3: go <laughs> just on a nil?
0: Probably. <laughs> so anything he he, can he in said football. in one. Uh, Evan said in one of
4: his interviews. Didn't he, he said he likes a moaner and he likes those. He likes those type of players that that moan and talk back and stuff like that. So. Mm. You know, as long as they leave, it, as long as they get over it and leave it on the pitch, and once it's said and done, it's done. Then whatever, let them do it. But as long as it doesn't lead to anything, you know, silly, then it's fine. I think. Mm. That's it, isn't it? We'll talk
3: about Danny Rose in a second. Just a comment coming from Mick. Uh, we'll talk about Hemmings uh, a minute ago and sort of uh, how he's sort of changed. I'll ask you another question in a second as well, which is on that theme. Um, my thoughts on Hemmings are: yes, he's had a few injury niggles, but Steve Evans played it a bit crafty with keeping him off the pitch to save him for the second part of the season, and why he appears to be injured uh, that he would not be recalled. That is actually a very good call coy point because if your Pep quote, I know he's been sacked now and, and been moved on but if you're it's November December time you're thinking I've got a couple of players out on loan who can I recall oh well he's not been playing so he must be injured or he picks up the phone and says hello uh, it's it's, it's that Steve it's, uh, it's a Pep Fahia I don't know if that's his accent or not I don't know um, and there's says son on he's injured hey alright hey. Oh, I'm not going to recall him then Played it quite because he's now getting back in the pitch and, and scoring his goals. Mm. Um bit of concern over that. Um, they were saying, can Hemmings be recalled by whoever the new manager is? No, he can't because no, no, no. the deal's been done. Signed CLC, can't break that. Um, before we talk about Danny Rose, I asked you a minute ago a player you'd be disappointed to see um, drop out and, and, and leave. Um, I'm going to ask you for another name now. Most improved player from when they signed to who sort of developed the most and who is now an integral part of, of what we've got I'll start with you again Nick, for most improved
4: there's a there's a few you could actually say um this is tough I'll, I'd probably go with CJ Hamilton and I don't the reason why I'm saying here is that I don't think he's even done yet I think he's going to improve even more because he's still not got that that final product but confidence wise he's uh, obviously improved a lot I still think he goes missing in some of the big games and I still don't think Saturday was his best game either but he obviously got two goals I mean I'd rather him have a bad game and score two goals every game if he could but um, I I think from from what he was from a player that you could see potential but he didn't think he was ever going to well I personally felt he wasn't ever going to get there to then see him now and like I say I still think he's going to improve
2: even more Mark uh, I'd say Reese Bennett I think just how far he's come really He could argue and say he's one of the best defenders in the, in the league just how comfortable he is on the ball just don't panic I think the thing with Reese Bennett
3: is as well because everyone he obviously won all the player of the seasons and everything last year was yeah. consistent didn't miss a game and then obviously didn't get in at the start of the season Yeah. Uh, so pretty probably would have found it tough because if you've played every single game mm, you're going to be thinking yeah. what have I got to do? Mm. Gets back in takes his chances and there's no shifting him again now is that yeah, He's the first name no, on the team sheet. Out of the team. That's it no,
0: exactly. No, no. Simon? Conrad. Logan. Um, start of the season we you know <coughs> guys all sat here and even i have been sat here and you know why on earth have we bought this goalkeeper and blah blah blah, blah and he's rubbish get rid. But he saved us so many times this season uh, turning point I would have said Wickham when we drew 0-0 with him at home I on think I said it at the same that. time we yeah. needed to
3: get that clean sheet not yeah. just for Conrad but for the entirety of the defence as well
0: did we play Lincoln the weekend afterwards away I
3: think we did yeah, yeah and we, we won 1-0 uh, so he got like tremendous. two
0: clean sheets yeah. and he pulled off three or four magnificent saves against Lincoln and after that you could just see what it meant to him to like you know we won kept a clean sheet and then he even pulled off a magnificent save at the end on Saturday as well you know he, he stood up you know he were big and they just couldn't get past him so I would say Conrad
3: in the comments Mark says McDonald Mick also says McDonald and both Mark a uh, different Mark and uh, Ashley both say Potter as Come well can see that for me I'm going to stick my money on uh, I think in terms of the way they've transformed as a player position, <coughs> positionally and got themselves a little bit more better in shape, I'll mm-hmm. go for McDonald. it mm-hmm. I've always rated. Conrad, as we say, is as you put it so excellently there, the transformation there was spot on, but I think I'm going to agree with the Hamilton comment. He mm-hmm. was out in the cold for so, so long and it looked like he would be... Mainly, I think, with the Lynx because he was a Murray player as well. Um, it looked like he was going to probably leave and get a loan elsewhere and perhaps not get his chance but he's come in the fans seem to love him he gives us so much going forward and as you said Nathan there's so much more to come there yeah. it is it really is frightening it really is yeah. uh, let's move on then and talk um, just before we do that I've literally just noticed a comment coming so I'll read it before I move on uh, Callum says on that subject uh, I think Comrade's always been a keeper, correct me if I'm wrong but I think he may have been injured a lot of at his previous clubs uh, I think at the start of this previous season he was just getting back to 100% fitness he was one of those keepers actually you can either go one or two ways with keepers can't you mm. you can always be the established number one or you can be the understudy who never gets in and then when you do get in you get injured and of Shane Redmond when he sort of got his chance in the conference and things like that so I think that's a a perfectly agreeable comment let's move on then and talk about the big big news from this week we alluded to it earlier I got your three word uh, reactions talk about it in more detail now a new deal for Danny Rose that is probably the the bit of business because I think, as as was said in the interview when Steve Evans was talking about it today in his, his press conference, was Mansfield traditionally have been a selling club of players such as Danny Rose. So to yeah. get him to sign
2: on the dotted line, Mark that that's the the that's huge, isn't it? Oh, huge, huge news! Uh, you could argue it's one of the best signings of this uh, well, the whole season so far. I mean, I mean, not for the, <coughs> for the season, but for next season as well. Hopefully, it'll be in League One so know it's just a massive massive signing um, and just to see how far he's come ever since Steve's come in his slack has just made him a better player and you know it's just development's been fantastic so
4: Nathan I just think it's going to settle some sports down especially when it comes to the end of the season you know if he hadn't signed there had been a lot of question marks of what you know whether we are still in League 2 or are going to be in League 1 there'd be a lot of question marks where's he going to go and now I think obviously that settles that aspect down but I also think this could be a a big opportunity because I think if, if uh, a championship side wants to come in for Matt Green for getting a lot of goals um, obviously they got him on a free. well Danny Rose is not going to be on a free, is he? And I think we could get a lot of money for him if, uh, if he carries on the way he is um, you know he could go on to better things and like I say if he does we're actually going to finally get the money that we deserve for a player potential mm. leader in
3: there I'd, I'd have thought in a couple of years starting mm. the season the same time as well
0: and just to add to that how many? How many players in recent times have actually signed for two years instead of long-term just, deals? Just, just one. Yeah, yeah. You know they all sign for one year and then there's an option of you know triggering that second year. But you know, is is actually pinned him down to two years, which I think for a club like Mansfield's excellent.
3: It is, and I think, the, as you say, it is, and it's testament to, to John and Carolyn mm. as well. He's settled here, he's enjoying his football, he's getting goals. I think there's still a little bit more to come. Yeah. Sometimes it would get a little bit of flack because you know, he, he was the leading man and he was the person who was you <laughs> know, supposed to be the out and out goal scorer and all this. But when you've got Hemmings and you've got that balance, I think there's more to come from him and he will pop up again. But also about Danny Rose, I, I said this and got a lot, a lot of stick about Matt Green a lot of the time. Matt Green and He still does because I've watched I've watched the Lincoln highlights as well. Was a very one-dimensional player. He, he had pace and he could finish and, and whatever, and he'd score penalties or whatever. But he never he only scored one goal ever from outside of the box. Ever in his fifty odd goals that he scored, he was the player who played off somebody's shoulder and got not necessarily tap-ins but got the, the scuffed finishes. Danny Rose can score from outside the box. He's good in the air He's good with his left foot He's good with his right foot <coughs> He's just got a little bit more about his game Can't He's almost it. like a young Richie Barker In terms of I know Barker was experienced when he came to us But he's almost like a young Richie Barker In terms of that all round play Does that make sense? Is that something you'd
4: agree with? Mm. I'd yeah. say his work ethic's great
2: as well He add that one into it as well
0: There's always as well to get the others as well so. it and, it But the, the, the only one thing I would say about Danny would be um, if he's up front on his own and he's isolated defenders figure him out and you know that's it sort of thing Mm -hmm. he's out at game and the other point i would
4: say is I I still think he goes down a little bit too much big question Mm. um,
3: which Peter's asked should should the Radfords find the money Oxford are asking for Hemmings to have a settled front two going and get a real Partnership. You think back to the days earlier. We alluded to it in the quiz of Barker and Brown, and you know, yeah. and in the conference of Green
2: and Reid
0: Yeah, that's yeah. that yeah. one too. Yeah. Would that yeah.
2: be an acquisition you'd be looking for? He'd be the next one to sign. I
0: think. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah he, wants, he wants to sign. So hopefully Oxford won't know what Edom and his plans. But that's the only thing when uh, obviously a club like sacks the manager, it's like they want, to, they want to evaluate all the players. So hopefully they won't want to have him. <laughs> well, that's So That's just telling me rubbish.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Ah, yeah. oh, no, don't worry now, mate. He, he doesn't do nothing in training. Yeah, He's he so No, no, no. no, no. no, no <laughs>
3: absolutely nothing. Obviously, let's turn our attention then uh, finally to Morecambe on Saturday. We mentioned this about um, Cheltenham last week because they're in the position they're in. These are the games which we've been slipping up against. We showed tremendous yeah. resilience and fighting spirit. Yeah, alright, we weren't great for a, a huge <coughs> percentage of the game <coughs> against Cheltenham, but the yeah. fact of the matter is, rather than it being one point on the board it was all three we've got to carry on doing that again and we've got to start getting that consistency can we get the points against Morecambe Nathan?
4: Normally I say no in these sort of games but I'm going to say yes this time so I just feel like I feel like we've got that consistency now I mean like I said we're still not perfect but I think we're a different completely different team to who we were you know many months back in the first half of the season and like like Evan's always said he said we would be a different team in the second half of the season and uh, I felt because I felt we'd all the players would all gel and like I say because as I commented earlier I think now you can sort of see how people just fit in their positions and it's working so uh, it's going to be tough but I I, I fancy us I think we I think we know now that we're a good team we have a bit of belief market's getting tight in terms of the playoffs but it's also
3: getting a little bit tighter down at the bottom unfortunately those people in blue from across the road seem to be uh, upsetting the odds a little bit and yeah. pulling themselves away like from the drawer right of Braintree yeah. uh, <laughs> they're starting to get a bit of belief in that dressing room now and starting to get results against clubs you would think they wouldn't get results again mm. unfortunately um, <clears throat> so Morecambe are hovering around that sort of area Yeah, they'll know we're scalps they'll know we've got to make
2: changes Yeah got to go there and get all all the points yeah I mean when we played them earlier on in the season at home I thought it was one of the toughest games we've had at home all season more I thought they were one of the best 2-1 win yeah yeah Came from behind, I think, as well in that game. I seem to remember it. We yeah, weren't, think so, weren't yeah. the greatest performance. One right? of those games where you yeah. said we didn't actually deserve the win, but we got it. Didn't we? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, we know it's going to be, obviously. It's going to be a big, it's going to be a scruffy, <laughs> scruffy game, obviously, the physical side. You've got the likes of Kevin Allison. So if you can keep him quiet, I know they've got a few other players, but he's one of the main threats. So, uh, yeah, I think it'll be a scrap one, one there, for me? The
3: bu- they're the bully team, aren't they? With the, uh, yeah. you know, we got sucking into it a little bit last week and got a referee who managed the game. It doesn't always happen so they'll be going for those bully boy tactics again knowing full well it nearly yeah, yeah. paid yeah. off for, from last time it's yeah. going to
0: be another Cheltenham game isn't it where they're going to try and get in and amongst us wind us up and all we've got to do is I think Nathan mentioned it earlier on is just keep his heads and just go and do the job mm. and that's all we need to do and I think we'll pick three points up, three points up easy
3: yeah fingers yeah. crossed we do manage to do that well that's just about it for uh, this week then do make sure you get yourself to Morecambe if you can on Saturday to go and support the boys new ground obviously for me I've not been there yet so I'm looking forward to uh, uh, to getting up there on that one um, Just uh, Michael just commenting on Saturday and, and, and says as well we need to win Saturday as the teams are around us playing each other i.e. Luton against Wickham uh, next Tuesday Uh as well so uh, that could uh, be potential for us as well one thing which I did want to bring up uh, which I will do very very briefly to so just reminded me of that is um, teams around us playing each other obviously very tight in there Lincoln I think uh, they're doing well they're a decent team. obviously they're in the semi-finals now of the Checker Trade trophy which is great for them yeah. take it, but that could take their eye off the ball Notts County their goalkeeper well <laughs> done to you, yeah, son. <laughs> yeah, absolute that sheer man. class. <laughs> well yeah. done. Um, they're starting to have a little bit of a wobble now. Yeah. So as long as Mansfield can keep doing what they're doing, yeah. then you know we can take advantage of that rather than doing what we were doing a couple of, a month or so ago, which was not having that extra 10% about our Mm. game to go and finish teams off so big game Saturday we've got to be sitting here next Thursday uh, with a win I asked you earlier on of course the connection question the Stag's first football league win over Morecambe came in April 2014 uh, with a 1-0 win but who scored the pivotal goal Nathan any ideas a man with two names two names was the first name depending on what day of the week he was he decided to change it a little bit no
4: Mark (laughs) two names Oh, yes I do know. Yeah. Go on. Go on. Junior Whatever faces. What's his last Brown? No, no. What's his
0: last close? name? Colin Junior that's Daniel. It. There Daniel. you go. <laughs>
3: junior or Colin Daniel, depending on uh, whichever it's interpretation. Brown. Uh, like, if that's the <laughs> other one. Junior Brown were they? He was a Junior Brown. He was a Junior Brown. Yeah. There was a junior yeah. Brown. To Shrewsbury. Yeah. That was it. So it's easily confused. Same position as well. So <laughs> and both of that as average as each other as well. But there you go. Uh, so yeah, if you can, make sure you get yourself to Morecambe and uh, support the boys. Uh, obviously, the transfer window will be closed by the time we are next with you next Thursday, six thirty. Ish, uh, with all five of us hopefully back in the ranks as well. Uh, with Cam off doing his panto. Oh, yes, he is. Um, panto games in mid January, I thought it. Uh, thanks very much for watching. Keep those comments coming in throughout the week, and of course, be sure to check out www.mtfcmatters.co.uk for all the blogs and all the other things that are on there as well. And we will see you same time next Thursday, facebook.com forward slash mtfcmatters uh, for the live podcast at 6.30 thirty-ish. This is the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Well, it's quite simple, isn't it? Because Paul, Steve, these his mate Dodgy simply matter, as do Mansfield. See you next week, 6.30, and come on, you stags.
1: Supply. 5 years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. Pilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.
0: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.